0: Hello everybody, welcome to episode 34 of Stick to Sports. Um, We've been saying for a few weeks... Oh, I'm I'm Ryan Lambert, Yahoo Sports, hello there.
1: Sean Gentile from the Seattle Post-Intelligencer.
0: That's the joke I made earlier this week. That doesn't count.
1: I wanted to bring it up because that is a defunct newspaper. Is it really? Yeah.
0: I didn't know that. This is a bummer.
1: A few years now. Really? Yeah, Ryan, I don't know if you've heard this, but things aren't going so great in the newspaper industry.
0: Hold on, back up. Is that true? Mm-hmm. No way. See Sources say. Well, it's it's funny because I, when I was in it in 2008 and then I, it, I had to leave for some reason, it felt like it was in great shape to me. But it's I almost like – I don't remember what the reason that I'm no longer working for a newspaper is. But I didn't think it was because the the industry's falling apart. that's for sure yeah, it has
1: nothing to do with the fact that people at the top are not sm- are not smart enough to figure out a workable business model for it. certainly not
0: no no, no, that couldn't be it um, but anyway, what I was going to say earlier was uh we've been saying for a while now, oh, we need to read some of the very funny reviews people have written on uh on our iTunes account, and then do we ever do that? No
1: no. It's time. Because this is and like while we're thinking
0: about it, right off the hop, let's go.
1: Okay. So again, I I think I might have explained this. I am bad at using the internet and kept looking at the review page and didn't know why you weren't getting any new ones, and that was just because I had it sorted incorrectly. Because like I said, I'm a moron. Uh, but then when I saw the updated reviews, oh my god, some of these are some of these are really great.
0: It's the good stuff, man. We had some funny idiots who <laughs> listen to the show for some reason. Five star five star review. We should say, by the way, all but one of the reviews are five <laughs> stars. And the one review that was four stars it was is great. Overwhelmingly positive. So it's yes. like hey asshole. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Go to hell. So we have 30 reviews.
1: These are some of the, these are some of the best ones. 5 stars. Title Green Beans. <laughs> User Boston Market. They have this to say about us. We are the Boston Market Green Beans of podcasts.
0: I feel Which like that's is a the, put down. That's a slam.
1: As we all know, that is the highest compliment that you can you can pay somebody <laughs> is, is to compare them to a shitty vegetable from a shitty chicken restaurant. Because truly delicious. The fourth greatest fast food side on the planet, according to one John Ryan Lambert. Who's <laughs>
0: John? Um, what, the hell's your, what the hell's your real first name? Not Ryan. We're not going to. No. I, yes. now, now I'm going to get identity thefted. <laughs> I knew it wasn't John, but I. but yeah, Oh, whatever. boy. Uh. Yobo Goya, I think is how that's supposed to be pronounced. Uh, This is (laughs) now a Tom Hanks fan fiction podcast. This is now a faked lunar landing podcast. This is now a professional wrestling podcast. This is now a Finnish language tutorials podcast. This is now a David S. Pumpkins podcast. And that's the whole review.
1: I think the moment that you... Second only to the moment you drafted Green Beans... You just like casually, shittily dropping like, yeah, I know a little finish is, oh, it's so great. It's so great, right? This is, it's it's, it's like one of my five, five favorite moments on the podcast.
0: I can read it a little bit. That's all. Yeah, I know. But you just, you
1: crammed it in there. You didn't need to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember why it came up now, but I feel Uh, like I was weird. Because we
1: were talking about Teemu Solani uh, and how he loves Donald Trump.
0: Yes. Okay. Right. I was providing context for why I knew more about this than like just that headline is what happened. But mm-hmm. everybody's so mad about it. Um, a five-star are- <laughs> review. Ryan is Hillary
1: Clinton. Every time I hear the results of a draft, I'm certain he won it, but he
0: always loses. That is too mean. <laughs> I didn't uh, uh, also a little out of date because you won last week. I that's believe. right. It's true. Yeah. That one was from December 15th when I would think I was on a 42 week losing streak.
1: This is, and this is, I think this actually might be my favorite. This might be my favorite review. Five star review by how intensive from Sean's delayed. Yeah. Responses to Ryan's slightly condescending, shrew response to <laughs> something he
0: doesn't really agree with. This show will be a highlight of your week for years to come. Uh, I, the only thing I will say about that is, if this is a highlight of your week, sorry. Have, have better weeks. Yeah. You're really going to pick it up, because we're, uh, we're not doing a great show here. It's fine. But yeah, these are, uh, these are nice reviews that we read. Leave more of them, and we'll read more of them. Sean knows his dinosaurs. The other guy, not Really? That's just mean and not true. I don't like it at D- all.
1: Dinos- Dinosaur, Conner- Dinosaur Corner with Sean and Ryan is super great. I've learned so much about dinosaurs as well as music, TV, and movies.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is a sports podcast. Uh, kind of. <laughs> let, let, let's be honest. That's the joke, is that it's not a sports podcast mm. at all. <sighs> I see. Although... Let's uh let's actually open up by talking about sports, Sean. You are knee deep in sports controversy right now, work wise.
1: Yeah, that's part of the reason the show this week is not going to be great. Is because <laughs> all I've done <laughs> is because all I've done for the past couple days is deal with the fallout from Steelers wide receiver Antonio Brown Facebook live streaming like seventeen or eighteen minutes of. Uh, the Steelers post game locker room celebration. And in it, you had Mike Tomlin dropping an F bomb, you know, kind of offhandly called the Patriots assholes, which was not a big deal. He didn't even. Yeah, I mean, and aside from that, he didn't even mean it in the most negative way he could have. He just sort of, you know, he just sort of said it. Uh, showing one of his teammates' naked asses. Hell yeah. <laughs> unwittingly. Unwittingly. Unwittingly like while the Steelers was getting drafted, which, which was great. Uh, and Brown just generally walking around the locker room and being completely to, completely oblivious to everything that was going on, and and uh, and recording his teammates, you know, surreptitiously. It was great, and it is literally the only thing that I have written about for the last uh, going on seventy two hours now.
0: So, like, w- how do you write that much about it? Like, did you have no, to do? It's all-
1: On my end, it's all it's all just incremental stuff. It's like, you know, a big part of my job is just knowing what'll work and kind of hammering it to the point where, as long as I can, before throwing up, basically. And I and I kind of hit that point today. You know, Ben Roethlisberger criticized him today. Mike Tomlin just dismantled him at his press conference today. He said he was foolish and selfish, and you know, on and on. So that sort of stuff. You know, I haven't written anything particularly good at all off of this. It's just like you know,
0: you got to write. Sort about
1: of, it. Yeah, sort of just covering the fallout and, and dealing with, you know, dealing with uh, d- dealing with the reaction and everything because it did. It totally turned into a thing. Like they had, they had availability yesterday. That the Steelers did after landing, you know, in Pittsburgh at four o'clock in the morning or whatever it was. So nobody's there. They practiced. The, all the any player worth anything avoided, you know, availability. Like the plague, as they should. Uh, and the only guy to talk was the only starter to talk was Ramon Foster, who's a great quote and a pretty, pretty just generally funny dude. And it seemed like he was going out of his way to say assholes as many times, like in his in in his uh, in his scrum, which was great. But yeah, that's that's just what I've been doing the last the last couple of days. And I I don't know I don't know if you have, if you have thoughts on it. I guess I sort of do.
0: Uh yeah, I mean I just. It's the NFL, so I'm not paying that much attention. But it's you know, if it's on Deadspin, is is how I get my NFL news.
1: Hold on, What's you were the one who wanted to talk about this, by the no, way. No, I, I, I did not. I did not. I I want the people to know that I did not force this segment through. No, I really, I, under, I understand.
0: Like, I so th- like I said, the reason that Deadspin or that I know about it initially is Deadspin had a thing about it. But now I know it because, like, I live in Patriots country, Mm -hmm. and I – so, like, when you said the thing about he wasn't really calling them assholes, like, those assholes, he was just saying, like, oh, you know, these assholes, blah, blah, blah. Like, he wasn't using it to fire up –
1: No, it wasn't him saying, uh, like, you know – here's reasons X, Y, and Z why the Patriots are assholes. It was him just saying like, those assholes got a day and a half head start on us. We're going to be ready for them.
0: Right. So blah, blah. all I've heard about it, it like you would think that he said those child molesters, the way people mm-hmm. are talking, you know what I mean? Like the way people around here are talking about it. Yeah. Um, stay class, like on Facebook, stay classy, Tomlin, okay. blah, 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 all that shit. There are like, this is astonishing to me that he was just like, oh, yeah, those bricks, blah, 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 you know.
1: Yeah, there is a gazillion reasons to criticize the Steelers Uh, and criticize Tomlin. Like, the dude's not above criticism, but uh, this is one of those things where any – the only people who should be mad at anybody are Mike Tomlin and, you know, maybe some guys in the Steelers should be pissed at Antonio Brown. Right, like there's there's there no there's no reason that anybody on earth should even have taken offense to what Tomlin said or, or anything like that. This is just a case of of Brown being being stupid yeah, he's and doing yeah like. and, and doing and doing something doing something dumb and oblivious and just you know whatever. I mean he's he's good for that stuff and I and I and I don't care about it at all because it doesn't affect me in in any <laughs> in any way. Like I'll thank him I'll thank him for the web traffic and get on with my life. But this is yeah, it's actually it actually is a stupid thing. And Tomlin very very clearly was pissed today. So that that's what sort of you know drove the day for me today is that you know if if those guys would have been mad about it, if Roethlisberger said, if Roethlisberger would have gone on the radio and said, "Yep, I don't care," and if Tomlin would have gone at his press conference and said, "Like, yep, not a big deal," T- talk to a B about it, we're fine. You know, it would have been it would have been dead. Like there, there would have been nothing to talk about, but. Those guys are legitimately pissed, and it's tough to see. I I honestly would have been. This is one of those times where, you know, I'm all for guys having fun and screwing around because that that's what it's about. But I think I I think I would have been pissed if I was if I was done. Oh,
0: for sure. Yeah, you don't want to um, you don't want to do that to like a teammate or whatever, and like secretly film them and and that kind of thing.
1: Oh man, like in and, and when Ramon Foster came out yesterday. It was hilarious because he's he's like you know he's got the reputation as being the best best quote on the team and blah blah blah. People talk to him about everything just because he's you know he cooperates and is and is funny and smart. But he he came out and he just looked he looked like a beaten man like straight away. And, and he opened up with like, "Yeah, y'all <clears throat> gonna ask me about A B? Let's just get it out of the way. Let's get it over with." And yeah, and what, I think
0: that's the best he sat there and talked
1: he sat there and talked for ten or fifteen minutes about it and. You know, and it lived on for another day even after that.
0: Yeah, but that's the way because, like, if you don't talk about it, Mm -hmm. yeah, right. And the only way to really avoid it is just to be like, "Yeah, we don't give a shit." Like, who cares? I mean, that's that's probably what they should have done. But
1: no, but like part of it, part of part of the reason they had to talk about it was because of how long Brown, uh, how long Brown was live on Facebook for. Like, he literally he he caught Ramon Foster saying like. Ramon Foster, the, again, the guy who had to speak about it the next day, he caught, he caught him saying like, "Let's just stay off social media. Let's not give these guys in and any anything to anything to work with." Yeah. <clears throat> while while he's being streamed to you know literally fifty thousand people watching it live and a million bazillion people who saw it afterwards, and then that dude has to come out and be like, "Yeah, I know, whatever. I know, I know, I said what I said, but it's really not that big of a deal." Yep. Because again, he was live for eighteen minutes doing. All sorts of all sorts of stupid shit.
0: Yeah. So okay, I I I, the reason I asked about it because was I wanted I wanted like the dirt on it because of how everybody around here was talking about it. But now it seems like there's Uh, there's no dirt to dig up. Yeah, it's just
1: the thing that happens, and this is the way the NFL is covered in this country. It's just well,
0: certainly around here. Like if anybody says, you know, I don't think Tom Brady had the best season in the world this year, like it, it's magnified. It's magnified
1: because of, because of who he said it about for sure. But yeah. you, if he would have done that and, and he, and they would have done that last week when he was talking about, and in Tomlin would have said it about the Kansas city chiefs. Like the reaction would have been pretty similar, honestly, because it's just, sure. it's just an out of, out of the ordinary thing. And it isn't inherently a big deal, but you know, enough, enough kind of crazy shit got caught got caught on on camera that you know it had to be addressed with in one way or another like like I, I came into work yesterday morning and like Brady had already done his hit on WEEI in you know his little 10-15 minute yeah. you know Tom Brady show weekly segment or whatever it was and they asked him about it and he said something about it so you know the the wheels were greased for this to be a huge thing you know immediately Right. and uh <laughs> and Antonio Brown talks to the media tomorrow and we're gonna have at least another day oh, of this. Oh god,
0: I didn't realize yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's that's the way all of it works. These guys, you know, if you're a star if you're a star NFL player, uh in the in the run up, you know, each week, most of these guys will talk once a week. Okay and it's always and, and it's always on the same day. Yeah. So, you know, Brown was scheduled to speak Wednesday after practice and you know, he's gonna odds are do it and then you'll see a million gazillion more stories about it. Cause that's just how it works.
0: Cool. I hope he, I hope he does the thing where he refuses to talk about it. Like, he, um, what's his name? Like Marshawn Lynch. Yes. That's the fellow.
1: I mean, he, he's capable of doing anything. Cause he's like for, for a lot of different reasons. So yeah, his, his reaction, if that sort of stuff interests you will be, you know, I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> if it interests you, it'll be interesting. And if not, you know, just crawl in a hole tomorrow and don't come out until until this blows over.
0: Yeah, I'm really good at insulating myself from NFL news in general, so that's fine with me.
1: No, no, no. You love
0: the Patriots. So this is Well, yeah, I mean, because I like Donald Trump. Uh-huh. Just like uh the coach, owner, and Hall of Fame quarterback from the Patriots all do. This is this is an
1: epic showdown between the NFL franchise that you love and the one I tolerate for professional purposes. Mm-hmm. I love thinking big about ma- Big matchup on, on Sunday.
0: For us, me and you personally. Personally. This is, this is, this could ruin our friendship. There's a lot, there's a lot at stake, bud. <laughs> That's right. Um, speaking of things, by the way, that are interesting, you haven't <laughs> seen it yet. I have. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I really liked the young Pope season premiere on uh on hbo this weekend
1: i felt almost afraid to say based on you know stuff that i read about it and clips that i'd seen and just the overall concept of it like when people were just making sport of of shooting the fish in the barrel with this mm-hmm. i was almost like afraid to be like uh, that actually seems like it might be it might be an okay show. Like, I'm not surprised to hear that it's that it's good. Obviously, that the title is like ready made for Twitter mockery because yeah. it's so it's so high concept and you know self explanatory and ridiculous. But I don't know, man. I'm kind of I'm I'm glad that it's good because it it honestly is a semi intriguing concept to me. It,
0: and it's it is fully aware of how insane it is, and like mm-hmm. it, it revels in that. Um. So, like, there's a whole scene, I think the second scene of the show, uh, where he goes and he gets, uh, like, his first breakfast as Pope served to him or whatever. And he's like, that's the that's what? the
1: clip that I saw, by the way.
0: Yeah, so, and he's like, listen, I really only want a Cherry Coke Zero. And he says it about, like, four times in this scene. And you're just like, what is the... I mean, the opening shot of the show is the Pope crawling out from under a pile of babies. Yeah. Like, alive babies.
1: Clearly not a dream sequence at all. This is something that literally happened.
0: No, it's a dream sequence, Sean. Oh! But... I, I
1: I love the Cherry Coke Zero thing. I love that that was a choice that they had to make. Like, you know, those they just sat there in the writer's room with, like, index cards or, like, a whiteboard or whatever, just trying to think of the most young Pope possible, you well, know, like, thing to drink in the morning.
0: I read an article about it, like, before it came out, and I was like, okay, they're going to really lean into how weird this whole thing is, because the Pope's, the pope's name before he became the Pope was Lenny. So I was mm-hmm. like, OK, they're no, they're just like having fun out there. They're not they're not taking any of this too seriously. And are they? No, not at all. Great. See, that's that's awesome. And and it's th- self-aware. Yeah, oh, it's super self-aware. Like so my one of my favorite things is that like the um the guy who plays kind of his I don't want to say adversary, but like the guy who's like the chief of staff to the pope. I don't know what the title would be. But he he uh he has this big, huge mole on the side of his face. <laughs> and it turns yeah. out that mole is fake. <laughs> so like oh, again God. they made a choice to have a distractingly gigantic mole and it's and then, very good.
1: So okay, so it's not fake in the show though. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. I thought you were gonna say that like actually in the script they show the guy like apply the mole
0: <laughs> i mean that would be great if that happens in like episode eight or whatever where he's just but, trying to be as weird as possible about But it's stuff. just but, but yeah. it's just
1: that the act the actor playing this guy does not have a mole on his face no I, listen, I just want to hang up and watch this right now
0: yeah it's bonkers it really is like a very again a show that just goes yeah this is weird as hell uh you're just gonna have to like wrap your head around that
1: because those sh- like there are there are shows like that Especially when you, when you, if you see like a lot of previews or you know commercials or whatever for them, typically shows that come on. Like I remember, everybody was joking about Franklin and Bash for like a, a solid three months because because
0: of they the name kept, only,
1: because of the name also, but because they were showing commercials for it ad nauseum on TNT during the NBA playoffs. So it's just these people who are not necessarily interested in the show, but just get you know, exposed to the name and the concept of it just over and over and over again. So Franklin and bash was a joke on, you know, NBA Twitter for, I pro- it's probably still is in, in a lot of ways. So. And, and that's Franklin and bash, which is a dumb show. Yeah. So to see, so to see one of these, like it's, ba- it basically was a meme for, for a couple weeks. Like the thought that this, that it, it, thrills me that this show might actually be pretty good
0: yeah no um after
1: after getting just roasted uh, for for however long
0: yeah because i totally tuned in ready to be like the show's gonna be dumb and i'm gonna get to like laugh about how dumb it is like the newsroom or whatever Mm -hmm. but then it was like actually intriguing a lot of the time and i was like oh that's somehow even better Mm -hmm. like if you go in expecting to hate watch something or maybe not even hate watch but like laugh along at it and then it's like actually everybody in it's very good, and um it's really well written, really well shot. The lighting was incredible as a matter of fact uh like how delightful, what a great term yeah of events. i think
1: in, and it's like in the fact that it's Jude Law is like weirdly perfect for it too, because Jude Law makes some extremely watchable enjoyable good movies yes and then also makes total total dog shit like he's capable of like like there was that stretch a few years ago where it seemed like he was just doing any script that that showed up in front of him yeah so he's a good actor that makes good choices and also very bad choices so like it's you know it seems like it seems like maybe he got this one right but like that sort of uncertainty I think was also sort of interesting about it
0: yeah i yeah i i can't really say like i don't want to say too much since you haven't seen it no, yet, no, no, but i i weirdly can't recommend this highly enough based on one hour of television
1: it's good so i'm gonna i'm gonna start watching new pope <laughs> new pope starring
0: <laughs> Zooey zoe <Zooey> deshanel
1: <laughs> uh and I am still not going to watch uh, Game of Thrones. That's fine. Great, great,
0: great, great, great. Um, the other thing that we have a big draft this week, mm-hmm. um, and we honestly cannot remember for the life of us if we have done this draft before, but we don't <laughs> think so. Um, and we all si- like all
1: si- The only reason that all signs on Twitter like point to us never doing this. Right. The so, only, the only, re- the only reason I think we've done it is because I may have some sort of false memory that's been
0: pointed right, in yeah. my head uh, so we're gonna draft Steven Spielberg movies um, this was suggested by a listener who is like very attentive who, who was it that said that let's see here draft Spielberg movies somebody said it uh oh I don't see it in my thing now
1: that is fine.
0: Uh oh, it was That's, it was Friggin Dingus, who is oh, cool. a, a classic listener. Yeah. Uh and would know that we That's actually or I, had not done it.
1: Yeah, I wish I wish you would have told me that 'cause I I, I would trust I trust Friggin Dingus.
0: Yeah. So Friggin Dingus, <laughs> we trust you, and if we have done it before, uh we direct the listeners to your mentions and not ours.
1: Um, so, I, like I swear to god I remember drafting ET, but I, I don't that that clearly hasn't happened. I might have dreamt about this. That's definitely possible.
0: I hope it is. I hope that's a, like I hope you're just like thinking about this. This is kicking around in your subconscious all the time. Mm-hmm. Um so we're gonna change it up a little bit this week. Usually we draft either five or ten. Uh and with Steven Spielberg movies, five wasn't enough, obviously, but ten was like 3 too many for both of us so we're going to go 7. Yep, 7 round draft. And uh Sean, and I I have the first You were the first picker this week. How about that?
1: Uh With the first pick in the Steven Spielberg draft, uh I select Jaws. Yeah. I think, I think that's just a you can't you can't overthink this one. Jaws is, is straight up one of the most it's a perfect movie.
0: Yep. Everything about it is perfect. I I can't imagine a movie like going better than than cuz like even the shark broke and it worked better than if it had been fully animatronic and flapping around on screen. Right.
1: And and Robert Shaw was a complete nutcase uh. on set. Which is perfect. Like yep. he he's it sounded like he was basically he Quint, was Quint. yeah. and, and, and him and, and him and him and Richard Dreyfus actually hated each other, which is perfect because, <laughs> because you can tell. Yeah. Uh no, it's a it's a great movie. It's one I rewatch prob at least if not if not once a year, then more. Uh um yeah, I I love I love Jaws. Shout out shout out to my buddy Ben, who named his dog
0: Hooper. That dog's got city hands. Counting money all his life. <laughs> um, yeah, my, my like I had the good fortune there's a really cool old movie theater here called the Somerville Theater that has like a balcony and mm-hmm. the the screen is on a stage and that kind of thing. Um and they show classic movies every once mm-hmm. in a while. And I think it was the either the twenty fifth or thirtieth anniversary of Jaws coming out. Um several years ago now and we like we went and it was sponsored by narragansett it was on like a you know a, a wednesday night at seven o'clock place is full of people and the part where they first catch the shark and quint sits down and like straps himself into that chair and pounds to narragansett the place oh. went ballistic that's
1: that's awesome it was yeah we have such
0: a, a great theater experience
1: there's a there's a place like that here. It's called Row House. It's in the Lawrenceville section of Pittsburgh, and they show exclusively old movies. So they have like they'll have like theme weeks where, you know, definitely recently it was just you know classic Spielberg movies. Probably around the time the BFG came out, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, and they it's it's really it's really cool. I'm a I'm a total total sucker for that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, and that and that's one that, I mean, people our age aren't. Typically, going to have seen it on the big screen. No, no, no. And no, no. Uh, I, you know, I got to, and it was so good. So, what? A, what a delight. Um, Jaws, Jaws also came up last week
1: as a possible Boston film movie because it was filmed, right? It was filmed at, Mar- it was filmed at Martha's Vineyard or yeah, whatever. That's
0: correct. Um, and
1: that was, that was the one specifically where we we're like, yeah, no, no, no one, no one can take Jaws. That's yeah, that's that, not.
0: That would not be. Incorrect. Right. Um, at that point, you might as well take uh, the Vinnie Papali movie. <laughs> You're right. Mark yeah, we're Wahlberg taking. We're taking.
1: It. We're taking. We're taking Philly movies at that point.
0: Yeah. Um, so no surprise here. My Spielberg first pick is going to be Jurassic Park, of course.
1: No, not you.
0: Uh, it's a, another movie that's pretty much perfect. I can't think what you would do different about it.
1: There's like, there's so much to love about Jurassic Park, uh, just across the board, but to me, the, the best part about it is that it can actually happen in real life still. That's, it's prescient, uh,
0: <laughs> listen, and, listen, it couldn't happen in real life based on the science we currently have. It just couldn't. Um, we don't know how to fertilize eggs like that, uh, yeah. We don't have dinosaur DNA. Um, DNA has a half-life of, you know, a few hundred years only. Mm -hmm.
1: Agree to disagree.
0: Well, I mean, you you can't disagree. Like, this is how the science of DNA works.
1: I mean, something could change.
0: I mean, that's certainly true, yes. But in all likelihood, this is a thing we'll never be able to do. Because we can't even clone birds now. Like, we can't clone a bird. So why could we clone...
1: I mean, birds aren't similar to dinosaurs, so it's like an apple and oranges comparison.
0: No, but like, bird, I mean, dinosaurs evolved into birds. Birds are dinosaurs.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 With my second pick... <laughs> I am taking Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: Yeah, that is not a big surprise. Um, really fun. Just a really fun film. Uh,
1: yeah, it completely holds up. I watched it again recently. All the Indiana Jones movies are on Amazon Prime, by the way, right now. For anybody,
0: really, finally, I yeah. can watch Crystal Skull again.
1: What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: I, me and my, me and my
1: buddy Garrett went and saw Crystal Skull. Uh, and we so depressed afterwards that we just walked right into um to Iron Man. <laughs> I think they might have come out on the same day. And we were just like, this sucks so bad. We're, we're doing a double feature and walked into Iron Man and it completely it like saved the day. Thank God.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, I think my favorite thing about, um, about Raiders of the Lost Ark is it was the first time that I, as a kid noticed something messed up in a movie that like, couldn't,
1: <laughs> sounds great.
0: Well, no, because it's the part where he's, like, riding on the submarine, and they go across the ocean, and he's just like, okay. Oh, yeah. And I just, I remember as, like, an eight-year-old child or whatever being like, wait a second. That should have take, taken longer. <laughs> not, not that. Uh, he would have drowned, was was my beef with it, because he can't go underwater on top of a submarine.
1: Oh, jeez, oh, yeah. I don't know how submarines work. Apparently. I mean, I don't, I don't see you in in your old in your uh, in your dress whites, navy navy Ryan Adams.
0: Um, is that also the the Indiana Jones movie with no ticket? Because that's such a good, like one off joke where he punches oh, yeah, the Nazi out of all a the blimp. All the,
1: all the best, all the best jokes are in, are in. Uh, for the most part, the best jokes are in, are in Raiders. Like okay. that's where that's where he's, you know, where he ends up in the circle with the guy. <laughs> like faced off against the guy who has the sword, and then yeah, he does all, these, all does all these crazy, crazy sword work, and then he just shoots him. Which now
0: so perfect.
1: It is undeniably the best Indiana Jones movie in. Yeah, of course. Uh, so much, so much has, so much stuff is ripped off Indiana Jones in so many ways, including Uncharted Four, which is the game I'm playing on PlayStation Four right now, and it rules, and I love it. But it, it, it you with a couple tweaks, it could be, it could and should have been. The script for for the last uh, for the last Indiana Jones movie.
0: Yeah, that that's kind of what everybody has always said about those Uncharted games is that like, do you like Indiana Jones? Great, here's a video game about it.
1: They could. I I said like as like just kind of kiddingly to somebody like, oh this this should be a movie with Chris Chris Pratt like already. Yeah. And lo and behold, it was actually in development at one point with Chris Pratt attached to it, and it's not that's not going to happen wow. with him as the start of it. But it's like yeah, it's just uh it's if you like Indiana Jones play that game.
0: Yeah. Uh my second pick I'm going to go with uh I guess I'll go with saving private Ryan. Hmm, surprising. Yeah, I don't love it, but you know, it's what the people will demand of me, I think. <sighs> bogus.
1: Bogus, bogus, bogus. Okay.
0: Don't care for that. <laughs> At all. Yeah. D- I get it. I, I get your beef, but I, you know what? I'm I'm playing I'm playing politics here. What don't you like about saving private Ryan? Uh, I don't like that it's the it's the whole frame story with like earn this and all that bullshit. Um It is a little too long. It's a little too <laughs> um obvious at times where it's like mickey like you know the mickey mouse where the guy's trying to connect with them and they just shoot him, and it's like okay yeah war turns into monsters this
1: is this is your this is your second favorite steven spielberg movie
0: i mean the things that are great about it are like genre redefining i'm you know you never saw something like the and this is the obvious thing but you never saw something like the the storming the beach scene before that.
1: I think it's I think it in, in hindsight, I mean that's it's been, you know, 15 16 years since that movie came out, right? Yep. Um in hindsight, it's easy to forget cuz so many movies have not just war movies, have completely ripped off that entire that entire device and that entire way of filming stuff yep. that that it's it's easy to forget how revolutionary that was. Yeah,
0: Spielberg is uh if nothing else a, a guy who just takes a simple thing that's been in a million movies and does it in a way that you've never seen before and you're like oh shit and then everybody after that has to do it that way mm-hmm. um the the so uh what was that Mel Gibson World War 1 or World War 2 movie Hacksaw Ridge that just came out that was the first time i've seen a war movie do something along similar lines where it was just like the battle scenes were that one step beyond what you are used to seeing. But the fact fact that it took 16 years to get there, like given all the advancements in filmmaking that have been made otherwise, that's incredible.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So yes, the things that are, and uh, you know, um, what's his name? The, not Tom Hanks, the other main guy, the one that's crazy now, you know who I'm talking about?
1: Oh, Tom, uh, Tom Berenger.
0: Nope. That's not his name.
1: No. Uh, oh my God. Uh, uh Tom Sizemore. Sorry.
0: Yes. Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore is amazing in this movie.
1: He's that, there's a reason that dude was in like platoon and all those other, like he's been in war movies just cause he's perfect for that role specifically.
0: Yep. He's incredible. And, and, you know goes without saying tom hanks is amazing in it um so yeah there's a real lot to like about it but there are th- th- in a lo- as in a lot of spielberg movies uh a tendency toward the schmaltzy that doesn't uh i think behoove the overall film
1: what i, I was he was not what other
0: oh he's in he was in pearl
1: harbor and and uh what's it called
0: I don't born, know on if the at- born, born on yes, the Fourth of July, right. and stuff like he's—he's he's just like that dude's just born to play like military guys. Yeah, like like really disenfranchised. Yeah, military guys for sure. Uh,
1: no, that's a that's I have no I got no qualms with that man. It's a it's a great movie. Yep. Uh, with my my third pick. I am going to do what I am worried that I have done a couple months ago, and I select ET.
0: Yeah. Another uh another classic that like redefined genres, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. I think Pound for Pound, like I've watched that movie maybe more than any other one in my life.
0: Hmm. Mine is Jurassic Park without question, but like I, we we know. But yeah, I mean just let's put it this way, the fact that Spielberg is on both is like number one on both of our lists for most watched movies, and Jaws Probably pretty far up there for me as well. That's wild. Yeah. I
1: love E.T., man. It was on Netflix. It probably still is. I watched it again like a month ago. It's great.
0: Yep. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Schindler's List.
1: It's a screwball comedy.
0: That's right. got it's, it's a real bummer of a movie, but again, can't say it's not incredible because it is.
1: Yeah, it's... It's great, and I don't know
0: that I've – how many times have you watched Schindler's List? I think I saw it I, like around the time it hit video, and then I took like a World War II class in college. Yeah. And then like one time since then. I haven't watched it in years. I mean it's it's great, but like you have to be ready to feel shitty for a day. That's for sure.
1: Um, For sure. Not to go and not to double up on alien movies, but I'm gonna uh, like. I think Pound for Pound it's a better movie than probably E.T. Close Encounters of the Third Kind.
0: Yep. That's one I, I lo- I've only seen like maybe twice.
1: You should you should watch it again. It's great.
0: Okay. I will.
1: Uh I have trouble watching Richard Dreyfus now just because he's I've just Probably because of Bister Holland's opus, frankly. <laughs> my my stance on that has been. <laughs> I've, I've had multiple Twitter meltdowns over how much I hate that movie, but yeah, it's um. Very bad. No, it's it's cool. It's a it's a it, it's certainly until, I mean, honestly, until, Schindler's list. It's his most grown up, grown up movie. Oh, I would for say, sure. even, even I mean, more so than Jaws. More so than you know, even though the, even though Temple of Doom's like scary in spots, um, Close Encounters is is one I think like people should if it's if it's been a while since you've seen it, you should watch it again.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I I remember really liking it like the you know one or two times I saw it as a as a dump or a, an adult basically, but um yeah, it, it, it's really great and again like so many things you've seen since then are so defined by the things that happen in close encounters, Mm -hmm. um, that like you don't even realize it until you see it.
1: Uh, for sure. Um, it's your pick.
0: Okay. I'll go with, uh, another, another in the, uh, Steven Spielberg feels very indebted to his, uh, Judaism. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna go with Munich, which is an amazing film. Munich, Munich rules. Yeah, Munich is fucking awesome.
1: Totally, totally slept on. Uh, yeah, I probably w- i i would have no problems picking that. I probably would have had you not. Yeah, uh, it's great. It's I think people forget about that one for some reason.
0: But yeah, it's awesome. It, it, it's it's it really like one is, of the it, better. I it's think a great it came performance the, by
1: Daniel Craig in particular. Yeah, he's, I, he's I awesome just think it, it
0: came in the middle of a bunch of like other Spielberg movies. Like he was doing more big budgety kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then this was like a kind of small, weird revenge revenge film that he that that was more of a, I guess you'd say, passion project or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, it was great. That's it's one I have to watch again, honestly, because I've only seen it twice. And uh, not and none since like it first hit. Video, yeah. So.
1: No, it was, it was uh, yeah, I should I should do that. I should do the same. Uh, fifth pick. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I know I already have the other one, but what can I say, man? I love Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah, and it's, it kind, it feels like maybe a little, in much the same way that episode seven of Star Wars feels a little bit too much like the first one. Uh mm-hmm. Last Crusade certainly leans into remember how much you like Raiders and how Oh yeah Temple of the Nazis was kind of back. A bummer? Like Yeah. Yeah.
1: But you know, Sean Connery's there. He's he's, you know, perfect for, for that role, even though he's like fit like whatever, twelve years older than Harrison Ford or whatever it is.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like it's it's just different enough to it's just different enough where i where i really don't care yeah like it's and, it, and it's just, it's the exact same thing like i like, do i recognize that that episode seven is like beat for beat almost identical to episode four absolutely do i care no not, and you not as,
0: like as long as it's fun Yep, i, I really don't care um mm-hmm. yeah so i guess i'm gonna wait is that the one with the nazi monkey or is that also raiders of the lost ark because the idea okay. I just I just like thinking about the Nazi monkey sometimes. He's so fun.
1: <laughs> Nazi monkeys are always fun.
0: Yeah. And he does the salute and everything. Perfect. Uh I'm gonna go with Catch Me If You Can for my fifth.
1: You like Catch Me If You Can more than I do. We've I think we've talked about this. Yes. This is the this is what makes me think we've done this already. But But
0: that was in the Tom Hanks draft.
1: Oh that's that's definitely true. Thanks. Uh no, it's a that's a good movie. That's like probably oh man, that's one of my couple favorite DiCaprio movies. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: it's DiCaprio like at his most having fun with things. A lot of DiCaprio movies now are like kind of a bummer, I'm trying, right? Because he's because he had
1: well, Wolf of Wall Street is just a movie about reprehensible people, but at least he seemed like he was kind of having fun for parts of that.
0: Yes, he he enjoyed it was, playing.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a slog like so much like so much of his other stuff right. has been like, like the uh, Jesus Christ, I almost called it the, the the departed. That's obviously not right. The Revenant. I I watched in the theaters. I said that was pretty good. Never going to see it again. Nope. And then and then kind of saw it again by accident.
0: Sean, um, you said you would never no, do that.
1: No. I lied to myself.
0: Oh, man.
1: Everyone lies to themselves we're all liars. Mhm.
0: Uh, uh Europe. It's my pick.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> this has come up in the Tom Cruise draft for me. Minority report. It's fine. Fe- I feel like I'm like kind of on an island there, but I I really like that movie, man. It's I really like it.
0: I like it for the filmmaking aspects of it. Like I liked, you know what I liked more is like the half hour documentary on all the futurist stuff they had to delve into to be like this is what the world will be like in 2065 or whatever. Um, because they really tried to nail that down like somewhat accurately, and I, I I thought that was very fascinating. But otherwise, it's just kind of a Pretty standard, fair, um, thinking man's action movie. You know what I mean?
1: I think uh, Colin Farrell is great in that. Yes, he's he is. Like, you can watch that movie and see, like, oh, yeah, I totally get why this guy was hot shit for five years. He's a
0: years. very good actor that doesn't great. get a lot of credit.
1: Uh, I think we've talked about In Bruges before. In Bruges is, like
0: Love, – Loved it. One of my favorite totally, comedies. Of totally,
1: totally, totally great. Yeah. Totally great. I love I love I love I love Farrell, I love Brendan Gleason, like I'm totally down down for that. Um but yeah, I no, I mean I get like, you know, it's got the Philip the Philip K. Dick element to it, right? I mean there's yep. you know, it's it's uh, it's it's genre fair in a lot of ways, but I don't care, man. I think it's well executed and I like it a lot.
0: Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go with Lincoln here. Lincoln.
1: Is this round five?
0: Uh, this is
1: six, six. Yeah, that's probably the right. That's probably the Lincoln spot, right?
0: Yep. This
1: is this is the right time
0: for it. Very very watchable and rewatchable movie. I've seen it like three or four times. Although I'm a big Abraham Lincoln enjoyer. Like I've read a lot mm-hmm. about him, so it was it was kind of up my alley to begin with. But great central performances. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis is great. Tommy Lee Jones is great. So, yeah, I I, I think it's a movie that. There is not really anything to knock. Um, it's not great or anything, but it's just a really solid telling it's of better, that story.
1: It's better than any movie about, you know, congressional procedure should be. <laughs> that's 100% true. Which is sure. literally, like, that's that, I, that's a ballsy choice, though, to make it, like, that small of a... It's a weirdly small movie. Like Like, it he, it's not, you know, there's not... Yes, the, it opens with you know the Gettysburg Address and stuff, but it doesn't. It, it the focus is not where you where you'd think it would be. I think if if you're like, oh yeah, it's a biographical movie about Abraham Lincoln.
0: Yeah, right. There, um, there's no there's no big there's not really any big speech in particular. There's a bunch of little quiet speeches, mm-hmm. and that's great. Um, and I mean, to the extent that the Gettysburg Address is, of course, a big speech, but like. It was delivered in real life and in the movie. It's kind of low-key, and it's really short. It's like 180 words or something like that. So,
1: Yeah. Um, with my last pick, see, we could have easily made this five rounds, by the way.
0: Yeah, in retrospect, sure.
1: Um, I'm going to pick Hook. <laughs> Sean. Come on. Whatever. It's stupid and people hate it, but like if I'm being honest, like I would rather watch Hook than Bridge of Spies. Yeah. I would rather watch Hook than The Terminal or Warhorse. Well,
0: the Terminal is an indefensible movie. It's terrible. Um It's get, it's getting thin. Yeah, no, uh I'll put it this way, I put it together a list of fourteen Spielberg movies and uh it hook did not warrant consideration. So,
1: yeah, it's the it's the 13th pick in the draft. Right. It's 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 a silly movie, but you know, I'm watching Hook instead of
0: Amistad, like sorry. Sure. And also uh, you painted yourself into the corner where you couldn't like take Temple of Doom. I
1: well, I mean we as we've seen, you know, it's it's very risky to take Well, that that's sport. what I mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like you couldn't you couldn't toy story this.
1: No. I could not. But no, it's a funny it's a funny performance by Dustin Hoffman. It's, he's chewing scenery and whatever and you know, it, is Robin Williams a bit much in it? He certainly is. But no, I'll take it. I'll 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 take it at 7. I'm all right with that.
0: All right. Uh I'll, I'll go with Temple of Doom then.
1: Good. You got you got the shitty Indiana Jones movie because Crystal Skull didn't exist.
0: I got one of the one of the two shitty Indiana Jones movies for sure. And also, I mean, they're no national treasures, but they're pretty good. I think Temple of Doom gets a bad rap, quite frankly. Um it is it it, it probably does. It's certainly the worst of the three for like the first three Indiana Jones movies, but like it's very I like, watchable.
1: I, I like that Spielberg. I like what Spielberg said about it in the past. Like he's like, yeah, I was going through a divorce, and so was George. So it's probably, like we were we we're in pretty dark places personally, and I I think I think that kind of shows through.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely does. Um, and like you know, it's very cartoonish and stuff. But I think there are parts of that movie that like really stick with you in a way that uh, not a lot of movies of like you know a similar genre would. Um like the heart ripping out the guy's heart scene. Yeah. That's bananas that that's in a kid's movie. Basically.
1: Yeah. Um, why the PG 13 rating was created was because of that movie. Yep.
0: And, uh, and the scene in with the bridge at the end and they're falling off the cliff and stuff that rules. I agree. So there's,
1: there's, there's things like about it. It's, yeah. it's one of those ones. If, if that was the only Indiana Jones movie, like people it would, would be, like it more. People would like it much more. It just suffers by comparison.
0: Yeah. And, and as well, it should, because the other two are much better. Um, mm-hmm. but it's by no means a bad movie, which is what no. I feel like it gets painted as. C-
1: certainly not. Um, and we should say, by the way, that before, cause I feel like people will notice this, like these are just movies that he directed. This means anything he executive produced back to the future, you know, <laughs> Goonies, <laughs> Jurassic world, like whatever. Uh, Are not eligible.
0: Right. Although he did direct uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park, which I don't like Lost World. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't. It's terrible. Um, It's really, really bad. So don't do that.
1: It's always funny when those aren't when it's like when they show like Jurassic Park, like on AMC or USA or whatever, when they show them back to back or God forbid, all three in a row. Yep. Three is three. Actually, might be better than than Lost well, the, oh, the Lost World. the Lost World is is it, it is, is an absolute disaster from top to bottom.
0: Yep.
1: Hmm. So yeah, screw it.
0: I take hook. All right, man. So that's the Spielberg draft. Uh, now we're now we're doing the thing where we we wait twenty four hours because we had too many people complaining. Like you've posted the the poll too early. Yeah. So we. It'll get posted uh, Wednesday night. There you go. And uh, yeah, let's let's wrap it up with a few questions. We got a bunch more this week, as we so often do. Um, let's see here. We're
1: back to me seeing none of these, by the way.
0: You can very easily pull it up,
1: but and no, no, I I I I'm not complaining. I, I kind of like I kind of like flying blind into these. It leads to me giving horrendous answers in some cases but so be it
0: uh cam thornton asks did you listen to the hamilton soundtrack if so what is your favorite song and how would you rate it didn't it's i did and it sucks um i (laughs) my favorite song is the last one because it means it is over and i would rate it terribly so fuck hamilton it's stupid
1: I think that's. I think that sums it up pretty well, is this, like, universally-liked thing Ryan hates, and I have not consumed in any way at all.
0: <laughs> it's just corny as hell, is mainly what my beef with it is, so... Yeah. And also, I think I don't like it, because it's like, um... <laughs> so I read this thing where he, they were like, hey, how come you don't address the fact that, like, everybody in this play is a person of color... But they're playing white people who own slaves. And he's like, and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda goes, well, you know, I I wrote a song about them all owning slaves. And then I realized it was too much of a bummer. So I cut it out of the show. And it's like, (laughs) right, yeah, slave slave owning is a bummer.
1: And so maybe
0: we shouldn't act like these, these people are good. They're, in fact, bad.
1: I don't view them as real people. Yeah, yeah. Like I, char- I view them as characters in a in, in a musical. Does it does anything else? Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not looking for like realism in my No, but, but, I don't but like mu- I don't like I also don't like musicals so at all. So I'm you know. And and this is like I know it's like the musical for people who don't like musicals, but it's just like I don't know. I'm I don't want to get off on a tangent here talking about Hamilton. If you yeah. like Hamilton, you know. Enjoy.
0: Yeah, sure. Um Mark Gillis asks, would you rather live your life with no fingers or no toes? Uh, no toes. Same. Got to be able to hold stuff, baby. Yeah, your your, ba- your balance would be all kind of screwed up. At least for a while, and then you'd get used to it.
1: I type for a living, man. I, I can't. No, I can't, exactly. I, I can't touch my fingers.
0: Yeah. So there's your answer, pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah, that's a
1: that's a really boring answer. But like I, I, I don't know. I there can't be that many people who who would choose who would choose toes over fingers, right?
0: I I can't imagine soccer players. If
1: uh, yeah, in some capacity, like everyone needs fingers just to. Like, there t- <laughs> I don't know, man. I I don't want to. I don't want to have like a. A retrofitted car, and, and you know have to have to blow into a tube to type my type my shit like like Stephen Hawkins Hawkins Hawking. You
0: got even Hawking Third time's a charm, baby. Third time's a charm. What's his name? Sophie B. First Hawkins. Tom, first Tom Sizemore. Now this. Um, Matthew asked, which of the fifty states is the most disposable? Delaware. Good answer. Oh shit thought about this one <laughs> apparently uh first off like i was gonna say south dakota but yeah
1: Now nah, nah, screw shit to all the to all the credit card companies in, in delaware who use it you Hell know? yeah so blow up those buildings that's fine like they did in fight club yeah. um but no, my my big personal beef with Delaware is that it costs like $20 to drive through it. And then I ran into this problem. I don't even know how much it costs to drive through it. I ran into this problem in college when I had to drive to Philly for something. And I was completely dead broke and literally spent like like the last money I had to my name on tolls in goddamn Delaware. So mm. just – yeah, just cut, cut that
0: state off and set it up adrift
1: and in the ocean we don't need it
0: sorry joe biden you're out
1: (laughs) we love you you're great no one's allowed to even ask any questions about joe biden or anything he's ever done he's just a funny old guy sure at this
0: point yeah um this is a weird question that i i wanted to ask it because i only think there's one answer here uh But, so, Carl asks, you're about to fall asleep, what's worse, thinking you heard something, or thinking you saw something?
1: Saw something.
0: Okay, so this is what I was going to ask. I don't feel like I see anything when I'm about to fall asleep that, like, wakes up. I hear stuff all the time. Right. But, like, feel like you hear someone, you know, in the kitchen or whatever, and it's just, you know, a breeze or something like that. That will distract me a lot, like I don't feel like I see anything. I don't know what there is to see
1: um if you're like in a dark room and see like a whatever see like a g- like g- if, g- ghost? If, uh, a ghost g- ghost no like like if like, you know you can sense things in in dark rooms and if and if i'm if I'm in my room and it's completely dark. And you know you get that sense that something's up there. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pee my pants. Sure. I also live with another person, so like if if I hear if I hear someone you know downstairs in the kitchen, I'm just like oh yeah, it's fish, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And I live in the city, so it's like I don't I hear I hear stuff, and it's an old house, so like I I hear stuff a lot, whether it's like you know baseboard settling or whatever. Yeah, I don't think think twice when I hear something is
0: is what I'm saying. Right, but I, again, I'm just, like, confused as to what you could see, because I don't feel like it. But anyway, uh, to the point of, yes, I also live in an old house in the city, um, and so, like, when I occasionally go back to my parents who live in the suburbs, and, like, on Christmas Eve, I stayed over there, you know, for obvious reasons, and that was, it was too quiet. It was disconcerting.
1: No, but, but here's what I'm saying, like 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 you said it yourself, like what are you gonna see? Like that's why it would freak me out. Because it because if you think you see something, that means there's probably a, g- g- a ghost. G- ghost.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or I don't know, a Dracula maybe.
0: Oh I don't wanna see see them.
1: <laughs> you never know. I don't wanna. They're scary. I think to me it's to me it's like it's like worse. It's a worse sign if you think you saw
0: something than that's than. true. That's certainly true. I, I guess I hadn't considered. Like I okay. thought he was asking it in terms of, oh yeah, people think they see things all the time, and that to me seemed it, crazy.
1: Assume uh, it would freak me. Like assuming that there isn't actually someone in your house, it would absolutely freak me out more to think that I saw something than than think that I heard something.
0: Sean, what if you see a Frankenstein? I don't want to.
1: There's a real Frankenstein problem in this country. We're going to talk about that on the next episode.
0: Okay. Uh, Andrew Seaslack, our good friend, one of the uh, UT boys. Shout out to you on Twitter. That's right, baby. Uh, you wake up one morning and find out you have a special superpower, but like it's the first one you think of. What's oh, the man. first one you think of? Flying. Yep, same power of flight uh pretty pretty straightforward, but I feel like I would get so much more accomplished if I could just fly in a straight line anywhere I wanted to go x-ray vision know what I mean, oh yeah, you could look at all the uh all the people inside you their houses and you ladies got it, underwear baby. hey ladies underwear looking at it.
1: And inside, inside bank vaults, and you can just look at all the, at all the gold,
0: <laughs> and just be like, "Yep, they got a lot in there." I see, I see it. <laughs> yeah, men Vision I mean, does I, seem like a pretty not interesting power. Pointless.
1: It's the worst. I mean, flying is like the flagship superpower, right? Like that seems.
0: Yeah, for sure. That that's definitely like the headliner at the, at the uh, Coachella of. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, having it's a
0: superpower.
1: It's it's uh, Daft Punk and
0: it's Beyonce, uh, baby. Here, here's a follow up yeah, question, I compl- though.
1: I completely forgot about. Uh, I I I like was grasping for who was head- headlining Coachella and, and forgot.
0: Here here's a follow up. Uh, What's the number two on that? Like <laughs> on what's the, the number on, on, two? on the Coachella bill? Yeah.
1: On are, are you are you? You're seriously asking about Coachella or No, or like the
0: Coachella of superpowers. What's the number like oh, what's God. the one that is right before flying? Um
1: I don't like laser vision. Ooh, I was I was going like, to say invisibility. Like, like Cyclops, Cyclops. Yeah, invisibility would be great. Something with fire, shooting fireballs.
0: I don't want to be the fire guy. That, I don't want to do it.
1: <laughs> fire guy.
0: Well, like, because especially in, like, uh, Fantastic Four, that guy somehow, yeah. because he's fire, he can also fly? That doesn't make sense.
1: Mm-mm. I mean, maybe the heat. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, Let's see here. The next question. Mitch. Uh, asks, would you rather power your cell phone by a mechanical force like turning a crank or only by, uh, natural sunlight, solar power?
1: Uh, I have to say by turning a crank because I live in a very, very cloudy city.
0: Yes. I, I, I worry about like the winter here where it's not sunny
1: many I days in seen, a row. I haven't seen the sun since Labor Day. Roughly, so I don't think, like as much as I would love to, love to say otherwise. Yeah, I got I got to go with the crank because Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh I think is second to Seattle in terms. I, I actually looked this up recently. It literally is in terms of like large-ish American cities. It's second to Seattle in terms of like percentage of of, days. Uh, of 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 overcast days.
0: That's wild. Who would have yeah. guessed? Not me. me. <laughs> Would uh, that, i guess that's true good me because i because you cause live there willi- yes is because I, I willingly live here <laughs> that's right um I guess,
1: not, I guess not willingly anymore
0: no yeah you uh you just have a job there now yep. uh let's god. see <laughs> oh god john evans asks uh how awesome is it that ringling brothers is closing down
1: Oh, so awesome. Very
0: awesome. Now those elephants like... can finally go smoke cigarettes in a field like they've always <laughs> wanted.
1: I feel like I'm re- I feel like we're responsible for this. Yes. We talked about this like a month ago and down it goes.
0: I think it was a lot longer ago than a month, but
1: I, don't I have no sense of time.
0: Yeah. Fair but yeah, it's really great. We are both on the record as the circus is horrible.
1: I gotta say, I did not ever think that would happen. Yeah, they've they've held out this long.
0: Yeah, I I think I think somebody said it was like 166 years or something like that. that Well, and
1: they they did. So they ditched the elephant stuff a couple years ago. And that's a huge part. Like people people wanted to see those people wanted to see those elephants that are abused and live it and live in hell and roll around, roll around the country and in trucks. Yep. Once he took that away, the the big draw was gone. So they they suffered once they once they got rid of it. I was gonna say they they suffered when once they killed the elephant, the the elephant act, and you know, thought the better of it. But yeah, they literally killed elephants. So maybe not.
0: Yeah, uh, fuck them.
1: That's what I say.
0: And finally, uh, Dan Daniel Gustafson asks. Uh, what is the least consequential opinion someone can have that would lead you to not be friends with them?
1: Oh, man. Do you have a good answer for this? I I love, I love this
0: question. Yeah, it's, uh, cause, like, it's hard to define what, like, least consequential is, because there are a lot of, like, a lot of my friends, you know, let's say, don't like all the same movies as me, or whatever, um... But like, so what do you? Re- I guess it would maybe be a music thing, just based on how much, um, like, music is part of no. my life.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: Um, but like, you know, I have a million friends who don't watch hockey at all, and that's not a problem. Uh, I
1: that's a that's a plus. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. I guess it would have yeah, to be like, like if some.
1: If if one of my friends really, really liked eating outside, I would I would probably <laughs> stop being friends with them. If like if like if like any time <laughs> like any if like any time we went to lunch, they were like, let's go somewhere with a patio or whatever.
0: Pass Yeah, I am out on Not that. I don't anymore. like that at all. Uh, but see like I feel like I could just I could still be friends with them, but just with the caveat that we don't eat meals together.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna Compartmentalizing stuff. I've compartmentalized much more serious things than that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Politically, I mean.
0: Oh yeah i I actually have a hard time with that. Like, I can't. If someone's like, "Well, you know, maybe, maybe like Hillary Clinton isn't so bad," I'm like, "Fuck you, get lost. You're an idiot. <laughs> you're
1: you're you're so. Oh god. It, it, so you're like, I'm I'm trying to deal with people who like." D- I, I'm okay with people who are like, maybe Hillary Clinton isn't that bad. Like, I, I can, I can handle that. That doesn't make me dislike somebody. I disagree with them, but right, for the most part. Right, yeah.
0: So, but like, I will get mad about that. So yeah, I guess I can still be friends with them. But, I don't know. Um,
1: You are so far in your liberal echo chamber, bro. I'm not a liberal. <laughs> I'm a
0: leftist. Or leftist. But you, you know what I'm talking about. Nope, I don't.
1: I misspoke. Where you can dislike somebody for not hating Hillary Clinton. That's amazing.
0: It's not a positive, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's it's really tough to, to really nail something down. Because like you say, it's pretty easy to compartmentalize. And I think we all have friends who are like, oh, I go to concerts do with that, that we guy, don't but we... Yeah, or yeah. not even that, but just like there are some friends you do stuff with and other friends you don't do stuff that same stuff with.
1: It's mainly like food related, like someone who like chewed with their mouth full and like constantly talked with food in their mouth. I, I would have a real problem. I would like, I, I don't like that at all.
0: Yeah.
1: um, That one, like, that's pretty inconsequential, but I would, I would. Yeah, chewing with problem.
0: your mouth open is definitely like a.
1: Because eating eating is a big deal. Like, like you're going to sp- – like I spend a lot of time eating with people. So it's like if someone had some sort of weird tendency as it relates to food, like some rude, obnoxious thing like that, I would – being a really bad tipper. Ooh, how about that? Yeah, because that just means you're not a good person. It means you're a bad person. Yeah, that's so a good that, that call. Might, that might not be that I, you could you could debate whether that's actually inconsequential. I, I think that's fairly I think that's fairly consequential. I, but like like
0: if I saw a friend leaving like a 5% tip, I'd be like oh, what I, the fuck is I'd wrong with you? I'd be like what
1: you? is what is wrong with you? And and if and if it happened like if it happened more than once, I I don't I think I'd have to break it off. Yep. There we go. That's my answer.
0: Yeah, it's you know what? That's as good an answer as I'm going to come up with for sure. Um so yeah, that's uh, that's all the questions we have this week.
1: Yep, yeah. it's a good good length. We're uh, we're under are under one thirty this time. I like it.
0: Yeah, that's right. Okay, so uh, yeah, I guess that'll wrap it up for this week's show. Leave the reviews. Send all the questions you like. Uh, anything else? Any other housekeeping we should do there? No,
1: nope, that's all. Thank you guys as always for listening and leave a leave a really great review and. We'll probably we'll probably read it. We'll try to remember
0: to do that. Yes. Uh, sure.
1: that, those 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 amuse me way more than I should. Way more than they should. I am all I am just bad Sean, at talking today. Good lord.
0: Ste- the Stephen Hawkins of talking.
1: Ste- Stephen Hawkins. I said I said liberal when I meant leftist. Confused confused Tom Sizemore and Tom Berenger. It's time to sign off.
0: And so we will. Goodbye, everybody. We appreciate your business.